and welcome to our listeners and supporters across Pennsylvania. We thank you for joining us on this new episode of Positively Pro-Life Podcast. Positively Pro-Life is brought to you by the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation and aims to bring you inspirational stories and conversation, important legislative updates and informative interviews as we seek to restore and strengthen a culture of life. I'm your host, Ramel Tenney, the Education Director at the Federation. As always, I have our Legislative Director, Maria Gallagher, to co-host with me. Welcome, Maria, to the show. Thank you so much, Remel. It's great to be with you today. It's always a pleasure hosting with you. And I'm so glad that you're here today because we have a very special episode uh, that we want to share with our listeners about something that is a real concern for us Pennsylvanians across the state. Last Thursday, our governor, Josh Shapiro, announced his plans to retire the funds for real alternatives by the end of this year. And some of our listeners may be aware that real alternatives is an award-winning program that caters to pregnant women by extending support through maternity homes, pregnancy resource centers, and adoption referrals. Now, real alternative centers across the states have helped close to 350,000 women during their pregnancies and even up to a year after birth. This is the program whose end the Shapiro administration claimed to be a major win for women's health. Here to discuss this shocking development in our state budget is Senator Judy Ward and Kevin Bagada, the CEO and President of Real Alternatives. We hope this interview will serve as both inspiration and legislative update for the week. And so without delaying any further, we will go right into the guest introductions followed by the interview. Senator Judy Ward has been an avid and outspoken advocate for the pro-life cause and a supporter of the Real Alternatives work. In response to Shapiro's announcement, Senator Ward released a statement expressing disappointment in this decision, calling out the governor and Secretary Val Arkosh for celebrating the end of a proven and successful women's program. Our second guest, Kevin Bagada, who runs the Real Alternatives program as president and CEO, has dedicated his life to serving pregnant women in need after having served his country in the military. He has traveled throughout the United States to help set up similar pregnancy and parenting support programs, and, and his work has been replicated in several states with great success. Senator Ward and Kevin, thank you for joining us on our podcast today. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks, Remel. Yes, I'm sure um, this is going to be a very fruitful discussion and, and also bring awareness to all of our listeners as to why this is such an important program. So Kevin, if you could start us off by telling us how has Pennsylvania's award-winning pregnancy and parenting support services program assisted women across the state over the years? Well, uh, it was started 27 years ago, uh, as I'm sure your listeners may know, uh, bipartisan, uh, Governor uh, uh, Robert Casey Sr. and uh, State Representative Joe Pitts uh, put together this program, this appropriation to create a safety net for women. So uh, they were served to they were served from the moment of conception through 12 months after birth to provide a comprehensive safety net for them. So they didn't feel they had to have an abortion. So many of the women uh, uh, were pressured. So many of the women were alone who were having an abortion. And what they did is they worked together 
uh, to come up with this wonderful first of its kind program using government funds to shore up the Catholic charities, the maternity homes, the pregnancy support centers, and the adoption agencies so they could have the financial resources to reach out and do more great work. And as you mentioned to your listeners, 350,000 women have been served 1.9 million times in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And these women are, are, are so thankful for the services they receive from the counselors at Catholic Charities, the Pregnancy Support Centers, the maternity homes, and the adoption agencies. Our, our outcomes uh, are certainly driven by that idea that if a woman is alone, if you can help her, she feels empowered for life. She feels empowered to overcome obstacles that are pressuring her to have an abortion. For example, 84% uh, of the women who have come to our centers who were pressured to have an abortion end up choosing childbirth and bringing their baby to term. It's a wonderful thing. This program blocks those pressures out because as I'm sure your listeners can understand, an alternative to abortion is another person. It's another person who's gonna walk through that woman in crisis. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania has teamed up with those people so they can do great work. So give me some idea of the scope and breadth of the program. I mean, we're talking about somebody who accompanies a woman through her pregnancy journey and beyond. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we've we've always heard the other side just talk about the pro-life movement uh, only caring about the baby and and you know just do the math ladies um you can only be pregnant nine months and we're serving you 12 months after that so I, it's 21 month span and i've got to hats off to uh, senator ward uh, there's there's a, there's a push to increase that to actually 24 months uh this, this coming program year um so we're actually serving the client even more after the birth of the baby because so many times uh, uh, these are uh, uh, the first time a, a woman will will be pregnant. She will need that that close support. But then that that uh, uh, that crisis pregnancy can turn into crisis parenting if she's alone. And we'll walk, you know, step by step, uh, hand by hand, making sure she is able to take care of that baby every step of the way. And that's what our counselors do. We're talking about over 350 counselors at any one moment serving women in the Commonwealth. And uh, Maria, uh, and thank you so much for being such a supporter over the years. You know, we're talking about 83 centers. You know, with it, there's, there's a center within an hour drive of every woman in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. The idea was always to have this comprehensive uh, services. Um, you know, over the years, some years we've served 20,000 women. Uh, last year, we're still recovering from the pandemic. Uh, we served 13,500. Um, and these are just the women. We don't count the babies. This is a woman's program. We're there for the woman. And, uh, and it shouldn't surprise anybody, you know, when people are alone and they're by themselves, uh, they're scared. And you know, they say the definition of hope is that that desire that some outside force or person can help change the circumstances that that's causing despair. 
And that's what these counselors do. And that's what this program was established to do. And it has done it excellently. It provides hope to women who were in a situation that they have despair. And uh, that's that's what we're meant to do. I, I, I was uh, in an interview last uh, month and I said, love is an action verb. Love is an action verb. And this is a program of love to help women in a dire situation that they think is a dire situation. And we come in and help. Yes, and that is incredible work. I, I was looking at your website and you have these stories of women who have been really helped by these centers. And you can see that it, it changed their lives. It wasn't just about the babies and it wasn't about choosing childbirth. Um, that is a big part of it, but uh, you can hear that their entire lives, they went on to do what they wanted to do uh, while having a baby. So um, thank you for sharing that. And now, Senator Ward, um, what has been the reaction to the governor's announcement that he wants this incredible program, uh, the contract with this incredible program to end? Yeah, it was shocking. It was shocking to many of us because, um, you know, this is something that we thought was going to be negotiated like it has so many times. Um, it was, you know, it's an, a, a negotiation in the budget. So um, I was completely shocked. Many of us were shocked. And it's difficult to understand how you could end such an amazing program that helps women at such a difficult time in their lives. This program is you know, not a handout, it's a hand up. And it empowers young women to be the best person and the best mom that they can be through parenting classes and all sorts of things. Um, the program helps these women finish their schooling, find a job, have a place to live, maybe a daycare, so they can be productive citizens and raise their children. And it is, shocking to me that that he wants to end this program um you know in, in business and and in the commonwealth you know in government you always look at return on investment this is a fabulous return on investment it's it's fabulous so to end this uh, it's just mean-spirited in my mind um, but we're not we're not done yet. We're not done yet. And Senator Ward, if people are upset about this announcement from the governor, what can they do? They should absolutely be calling the governor Governor Shapiro's office, um, emailing him and his administration, emailing um, Secretary R. Cush, who is the um, Department of Human Service Services Secretary. Um, both of them should, they should hear from us. And I, I should have had some contact information. I don't, it's easily accessible on the web, um, Pennsylvania Department of Human Services and um, Governor Shapiro's office. But he needs to understand that he made a mistake and, and Secretary Arkush as well. I had spoken with Secretary Arkush during confirmation, I told her this was a priority for many of us in the Republican caucus. Um, she seemed a little sheepish about that. And, you know, I let her know what a great program it is. Even 
some of my um, colleagues in the Senate on the Republican side, there's a couple of them that are um, not always with us on every single pro-life bill, um, but boy, they've, they've toured these centers and they're incredibly impressed. So it's about women, young women, saving, saving women, helping, helping them up. Um, what can be wrong with that? Absolutely. And I, I need to interject here. This is not a Republican issue. It's not a Democratic issue. It's a human rights issue. These women need our help and support in Pennsylvania. You, you, you called it right. You called it right, Maria. Yeah, Maria, th th there's, there's, there's been a change in, in recent years. Folks, we've gotten referrals from Planned Parenthood. We've had pro-choice legislators say, look, I disagree on the legality of abortion, but we're glad this program exists. This is this is very this has been an unbelievable sea change. Um, the secretary uh, uh, of the, the Department of Public Welfare under pro-choice Governor Ed Rendell wrote a tremendous letter of recommendation for real alternatives, recommending us to roll out and replicate the Pennsylvania program in Texas. Uh, this should not be a controversial issue. There, there should be no sides to this. Every Everybody used to want to make sure abortions uh, uh, were rare and minimum, right? And, and this is how you do it. If a woman in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is being pressured to have an abortion, we are the only program there to help her through that. There's no other program established for that. Uh, and it's sad uh, uh, that, that it's come to this point, I guess. Yeah, and I want to remind our listeners at this point that we have information on our website. You can go on there and, and call. We have information to call your senators, or your state representatives. So please go on our website, www.paprolife.org. We will also be putting up a bulletin soon, which will give you the governor's office information and phone number so you can also... Uh, reach out to the governor and make your voice heard. Um, so, Kevin, uh, you were talking about some important things that that Real Alternatives has done over the years. So, could you walk us through some of the milestones that the program has achieved over these sure, years? Sure, sure. Thank you. I, I, obviously, what what um, uh, the listeners need to know that the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania was the first state to put government resources to fund uh, the Catholic charities, the maternity homes, and the pregnancy support centers, who had already been doing this great work. But we are the first state to have done this. And because we've done it so well, we have been asked as a company, and with private donations, we have helped replicate this Keystone program throughout the nation. We we rolled we rolled out the the Texas program and assisted them in in uh, uh, st uh, uh, operating that for six years. We've run the Michigan program we started. We're presently running the Indiana program, and we've helped twelve other states start similar programs that provide taxpayer resources to these centers, these community agencies who are the closest to the problem. They know exactly what these women need, but it takes time. It takes time. Think of it. We're we're a con we're we're a program that provides a counselor, and what we're talking about is somebody who's going to listen. You know, what one of the most dr dramatic things uh, uh, when you listen and you hear from our clients, 
And, you know, they say, you were the first person to listen to me and ask me what I wanted to do. I mean, that's that's the, the, the culture is pressuring a certain decision and they come into our centers and they get a different answer and we listen to them and we meet when, meet them where they are to help them. Um, you know, when you're talking about, you know, taxpayer funding, uh, you, you know, you're talking about the whole gamut. We're the first state to, uh, to use uh, taxpayer resources to run significant uh, life-affirming television commercials, radio commercials, Snapchat, uh, uh, internet uh, 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 commercials. Uh, think about it. The, the citizens of the Commonwealth participate in this program. We use, we're very good stewards of their, of, of their tax, uh, uh, tax revenue, and we do it to reach out to tell women because you know, if, if if women don't know there's an alternative to an abortion, they don't know they can choose it. So we need to get the word out. But as Judy had mentioned before, you know, the the impact is so much beyond helping them through the pregnancy. I can't tell you how many of the 350,000 women we've served, you know, go on to, to, to become LPNs or RNs. And guess what? They come back to that center that helped them during the unexpected pregnancy. And now they're volunteering to let girls know you can do this. We can help you. It, it's a beautiful story. This is truly the best uh, example of, of, of what America has to offer uh, with, with the government private partnership. Um, um, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're one of the first nonprofits in uh, uh, the, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to receive the seal of excellence because of our standards from the Pennsylvania Association of Nonprofit Organizations. Uh, we were an award-winning program from the Central Pennsylvania uh, 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 Business Journal for the, the innovative use of technology to lower taxpayer costs. Uh, you know, we, we have, we're, we operate with modern business practices. We have an unbelievable uh, uh, low administrative costs and, and any money we save uh, in the administration of the of the program goes to services, goes to reimbursing uh, the counseling. And that's the primary uh, um, uh, expense of the program is reimbursing the count the counseling that goes on the, in the field. So like I said, there were 350,000 women served 1.9 million times. Those are 1.9 million counseling sessions. And it varies. You know, uh, what's a crisis to one person may not be a crisis to another. It, we don't judge. We provide compassionate care, whatever that woman needs to help her so she feels empowered to choose life. That's what the dictates of the program are. And it's not just to have the baby. It's then to support that baby and make sure she's the best parent uh, she can be. We have unbelievable outcomes in child immunization rates. We have unbelievable outcomes in, in uh, uh, well baby checkups, unbelievable outcomes with uh, uh, prenatal care checkups because our counselors develop that close relationship, that trust relationship, and they're working with that, that client to make sure she's being the healthiest mom she can be while she's pregnant and then afterwards. And that, that big sister mentoring role is what gives 
us unbelievable outcomes. I'm talking 99% of our clients, immun uh, their children, their immunizations are up to date, uh, the prenatal care and the, um, uh, uh, the, the well baby checkups. That's how, by the way, you, you lower maternal mortality. That's how you lower infant mortality is you get them into the healthcare system. Well, if you have a personal mentor who's going to guide you through these 21 months, that's how you're going to make sure those clients get to that, that uh, doctor's appointment. If she needs a ride, we're going to work that out. We're there, and people have said so many times, my counselor loves me like she like like she's my mom. You know what I mean? And and that's you know, that's great. Like I said, love is an action verb. And sometimes you you gotta follow up and make sure people go to appointments because you know what's important. And because she's not alone, that's how she's empowered. And so this is the ultimate women's empowerment program. And we should, as as citizens of the Commonwealth, be uh, so proud that we actually invented it. There is uh, a great deal of misinformation out there regarding the accountability of the program. Kevin, can you address that? Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, I, I, I you know, first of all, the entire program was created by the Department of Public Welfare 27 years ago. Okay, so. This is their program that we worked out with them. You know, we proposed a program, they they modified it, and uh, uh, the program we operate is the program created by the government of of Pennsylvania 27 years ago. It works. It's been it's been adjusted, um, but but built into the contract we have with the Department of Human Services are is complete oversight. Um, you know, I, I have a laundry list. So, you you know, let me just read off the normal year oversight we have with the Department of Human Services. Number one, the Department of Human Services periodically conducts what's called contract compliance audits. We've had seven of them over the last 27 years, and each one of them we have been found to completely con comply with all the contract requirements. We have an annual CPA audit. Uh, it's called an A133 audit to make sure that they test that all the money is going to where it needs to be, as we state in our reports. Uh, in addition, since we have multiple states, we got to make sure that the Pennsylvania program monies are are very focused only on, on uh, Pennsylvania work and the other states are focused on their work and the, and the two don't cross. Um, uh, so we have an annual CPA audit. We have had perfect annual CPA audits, 27 years in a row. Um, by the way, these documents, they're all public records. You can all get these public records. Um, uh, we report uh, quarterly what's called cash needs, where we have to advocate quarterly to the state, please give us the next quarter's money up front. Here's what we're going to use it for. So somebody reviews that to make sure it's part of the contract. Uh, we then do 12 uh, monthly expenditure reports. So we get the money, we need it, it's reviewed. Then we spend the money monthly and it's reviewed. So everybody is watching monthly to make sure everything we're doing is in accordance with the contract the parties agreed with. Um, we, at the end of the year, do a final uh, uh, fiscal year report. We do um, uh, we do month um, quarterly monitoring reports where Real Alternatives monitors the service providers 
and does an inspection to make sure they're complying with the program requirements. And we then print up that report and submit it to, to DHS. They're getting all those reports um, every quarter. We then do a uh, administrative and statistical report uh, on the program. To you know, we said we were going to serve so many clients so many times. There's somebody tracking to make sure we're complying with the contract. Um, at, we do our annual statistic report for the state, so they have the data. And of course, any budget revision uh, uh, that we we do has to be approved uh, by by the program office in the in the De Department of Human Services. So we're constantly monitored all the time. All our reports are submitted in detail monthly and quarterly, and it's all subject to public review. Um, and we've done this for 27 years. This is, and, and if, they have a, if they have a question, hey, I just read this report, what did you mean by that? They call us, they email us, and we give them the answers and, and, and we, uh, we move on. So it, it is heavily heavily uh, reviewed. And so this idea that somehow Real Alternatives is doing something uh, uh, by itself, what we're doing is what the government created 27 years ago, liked what they created, and has asked us to continually do it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a complete 100% life-affirming program. And, and unfortunately, that's probably the politics is what, what causes some of, some of the, the, the consternation. But when it comes to Real alternatives, doing uh, uh, what it is being asked to do in a contract, a legal agreement, we absolutely do it with flying colors uh, each and every year. And we're like I said, we're monitored all the time. Yes. One last question, Senator Judy, could you share what has your experience been with some su success stories of real alternatives? Maybe one to leave our listeners yeah. with. Well, I I just feel like. The program works. I, 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 I've been to the centers. I hear the stories. It works. It, it, it helps promote healthy moms and babies and families. They include the dads. So this is a program that everybody, really every mother should be doing. Every family should be doing this. It's, it's amazing what it does to this family. And you know, I'm, I couldn't be more proud of the program, and we've, we've got to find a way to keep the program because people are depending on us. Definitely. Thank you so much, Kevin Bagata of Real Alternatives, Senator Judy Ward of our Pennsylvania General Assembly. We want to thank you both for appearing on Positively Pro-Life. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. Positively Pro-Life is made possible through the generous support of the members of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation all across the Commonwealth. The Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation is the largest single-issue pro-life organization in the Keystone State, with more than 40 local county-based chapters. We shine a spotlight on the most vulnerable individuals, from the very dawn of life to the twilight of life. Thank you for joining us for the program today. It wouldn't be the same without you. We are grateful for your continuing support and encouragement. And remember, there's always a reason to choose life.